0: Everyone And welcome back to Ghoul's Night in the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And Midge, we had talked at the end of the year about maybe switching up the format a little bit. Mm-hmm. doing something different once in a while. And I have one question for you today. Okay. Would you like to play a game? <laughs> uh, so ba 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 It is the first ever ghouls Night in horror trivia game show Ooh, fun, <laughs> yes, uh, so sent Midge an email and told her that she wasn't allowed to open it <laughs> until yeah. we started recording. Uh, I feel like so, a, a kid on Christmas, I got like an email at 9 a.m. that said, do not open till recording. <laughs> I was like, this just makes me want to open it immediately. That's why I waited to send it to you until this morning. <laughs> you should have uh, a <laughs> hot tip for people with ADHD. Um, you should have sent me a thing that's like, open this right now. And then I would have avoided <laughs> right. it at all costs. <laughs> Urgent. Pressing, pressing information. <laughs> uh, so you can go ahead and open that up now, um, and kind. I will give the introduction um, that this is actually a co-presented episode. Um, so my, my dear bestie, Caitlin, um, is a writer, a horror fan, and most importantly, a former bar trivia host. Nice. And so she has created a trivia game um, for us, and so I have not looked at yours, and I have not looked at mine, so I do not know what's gonna happen oh, <laughs> so we fun. both get to play <laughs> this is so fun yeah i uh i was giggling because i opened it and i'm sure yours says the same thing but in all red it says for midge's eyes only. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh thank you caitlin this is fun this is like my dream my dream episode i love trivia yay i'm so glad i am i am very curious about how i will do in this trivia since you've been you've been a. Uh doing your research you've been watching a lot of movies lately I, I have and i feel like i've absorbed a lot of movie. like i've watched you know like i watch all of i love the 80s and i love the 90s and stuff so i feel like i have like approximate knowledge you have good of general knowledge yeah yeah okay okay yeah um so for the listeners at home um there are gonna be three or four rounds we'll see how how this time takes us I will keep track of points and we'll see which of us is the true trivia master. All right, let's do it to him. All right, round one is called You Gotta Start Somewhere. (laughs) For a fresh-faced actor, trying to get your big break in Hollywood can be its own gauntlet of terrors. For each horror fic listed below, name the now famous actor who appeared in either their debut film role or one of their earliest film roles. Please note, questions in this round get progressively harder. Yikes. Okay. Each question is worth one point. All right. Question number one. Halloween, 1976. I mean, it's gotta be Jamie Lee Curtis. Ding, ding, ding. Jamie Lee (laughs) Curtis playing Laurie Strode, a.k.a. The Final Girl. The Final Girl. Your first film is... Nightmare on Elm Street 1984 the original oh um Johnny Depp's in that isn't he <gasps> yes he is yes. that's the answer good job yes. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. yeah Ruff, I'm I very nervous about this round I feel like this is the one that I'm going to do the worst <laughs> yes that no that is the correct answer though good job all right plus one for me Uh next up Carrie 1976 Ooh. Oh no! I've seen Carrie a gajillion times, but I don't know which actor they're specifically referring to. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) All right, the answer we were looking for was John Travolta playing Billy Nolan, one of the bullies. That's right. Oh man, yep. All right, no points there. Boo, boo me. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Uh, your next one is Friday the 13th, 1980. Oh, I even watched this. Who? I know you did. That's why I'm laughing. Who, who in that was famous? Oh my gosh. I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't, I don't think I would have known this. Okay. Um, I'm like trying to picture it because I did. I literally just watched this like in the past month and I do not recall is... I don't know, is Matthew McConaughey in this? That would be awesome. <laughs> you're, you're kind of on the right vein. Uh, it's Kevin Bacon playing Jack Burrell, oh, the right. camp counselor. Kevin Bacon was in that. <laughs> Dang yep. it. Uh, no point I, I actually forgot about that until, like, you said, you know, until it was brought up. Yeah. I, 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 wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known that out of the context of this situation, so... All right, uh, the next question is Leprechaun, 1993. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen this film one time, probably 13 years ago. Uh, Oh, gosh, I don't know. I'm going to take a stab in the dark and it's going to be wrong just because she's on my mind. Jada Pickett Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, no, we were looking for Jennifer Aniston. Jen Ann? I don't Corey remember that. Redding, teen who faces off against Warwick Davis as a vengeful leprechaun. Wow, I don't remember that at all. I need to rewatch that. I guess now's the time. We're, we're filming time. this now like five days before St. Pat's. <laughs> so I guess I need to rewatch Leprechaun. All right. Oh, I'm mad because I know the answer to this, I, th- I think oh there's so many anyway you're gonna you're gonna be able to list 50 um number six is buffy the vampire slayer Um, 1992 oh the so the movie the the film i mean there are so many famous people in there but i'm like who was like an early appearance I will say, for what it's worth, um Caitlin has about five people listed on the answer here. So I think you could probably take a stab at it. My dark. my brain just keeps going Donald Sutherland. I'm like, that was not an <laughs> early role for Donald Sutherland. What are you doing? <laughs> um, oh my goodness. I mean, was it uh, is is Jason Priestley in that? I don't have him listed. Okay, that must not be one of them though. I haven't I haven't watched the Buffy movie in a yeah. Very I long guess time. yeah. I could name one thousand Buffy TV actors. Who, well, like, that's uh, when I first read it. <laughs> I thought it was Buffy the show, and I was like, oh well. Because of everything that's happening right now, I thought the answer answer was going to be Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> um the Buffy movie. I don't even I don't even know who's in What if Buffy I told movie. you that one of these people was also from a very wonderful film franchise that happens to be my favorite? Courtney Cox? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so the person that she has listed first is Hillary Swank playing Kimberly Hanna, one of Buffy's oh my friends. Gosh. Um, but also David Arquette playing Benny, oh. who gets turned into a vampire early in the movie. Seth Green, Ben Affleck, Alexis Arquette, and Ricky Lake have oh. uncredited roles. I almost said Seth Green. And then I was just like, <laughs> am I being crazy? I'm like, didn't isn't Seth Green like, didn't he be wasn't he in the movie and the show? Yeah. Um, well, apparently. Gosh, how embarrassing for me. Zero points for me. <laughs> I feel like this, this isn't uh, a <laughs> this isn't voting well for us the rest of this time. Right, I think we we'll we each have one point right now. <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Um, next is Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation from nineteen ninety four. Oh, I've never seen this. <laughs> I don't even have a a general knowledge of Texas Chainsaw. Uh, I don't do cannibalism movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay. 1994 next gen uh who's up and coming in 94 in the <laughs> right. horror scene There are two options for this one. Oh man, I I don't even have a a stab in the dark here. Uh oh. Tra- I literally can't think of an actor i'm like i've never seen a film before <laughs> what, are <these> <laughs> what, what are actors uh yeah no i've literally i've got not a darn thing i have no idea yeah um so the first option was renee zellweger uh, oh playing- okay the final girl in this movie or matthew mcconaughey <laughs> Which his name was not, for, I, this was, this is scrolled down. So his name was not, I did not see it before I guessed Matthew McConaughey. That's he apparently so funny. plays a sus tow truck driver named Vilmer. There you go. I think you should get a half point for bringing <laughs> right. him to the I'm table. Like, I knew Matthew McConaughey's <laughs> around here somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Last one in this round. Right. Uh, of which I have never even heard of this film. Oh, dear. Who knows? You're alone. 1980. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't I haven't heard of this either. Um, yeah. who is? Someone... I will say this is a a prominent actor of this era. So okay. there's that at least. It's not like a weird person, like a side person, <laughs> right? Um, I am gonna throw out uh, 1980s Val Kilmer that would be lit <laughs> <laughs> no uh the answer is tom hanks wow tom hanks playing elliot aka the flirty psychology student who explains why people like to be scared we've got oh. a randy meeks on our hands <laughs> apparently. all right well that was a tough round that's one point for each of us <laughs> one point each nice work uh, we'll see how the rest of this goes I'm being uh I'm being actively dethroned as a horror junkie. I know, right? Speak. I was like this possibly might be embarrassing. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what? I hope somewhere out there one of our listeners is just like boom boom boom. Yeah, boom, boom pow. Wow. So tell tell us if you're the the horror king or queen out there. Indeed. All right. So, round number 2 is titled From a Different Angle. Each question below is a description of a different horror movie you must correctly name. The catch? The descriptions are written as though they are not horror movies. For example, (laughs) a description for The Exorcist might depict the film as being about a man who finds (laughs) renewed faith in God after helping a single mother. Incredible. These are each worth two points. I love this structure. That's fun. Alright, looks like you are the one starting it off. Alright, so your first description is... A family of three's summer vacation gets disrupted when two neighbor boys start a prank war. At first, it's just a few broken eggs, but things soon swing out of control as these little scamps turn up the mischief. Ooh, um, is this Funny Games? It sure is Hell Funny yeah. Games! Yeah. I, um, I want to say I love this movie, but I also hate- this is one of the most disturbing movies I've ever watched- <laughs> Yeah, I've heard, I have not seen this one, but I have heard that. It's really excellent. Um, there is, so, uh, specifically, this is referring to Funny Games 1997. Um, but, as Caitlin also mentions here, there is a shot-for-shot English remake that was made in 2007 starring Naomi Watts. Isn't and, Michael Pitt in the remake, in the yeah. English version? Yeah. Um oh. <laughs> Walk, uh, both are good uh, i've seen both versions but the english remake is deeply upset it's so good mm. <laughs> but it's i mean it's home invasion so it's yeah. it's it's a lot but uh yeah, good good horror for sure good job point for penny good point for me all right um your question a dedicated journalist hooks up with a brilliant scientist after a meet the press event they unintentionally catch feelings for each other and then their careers get complicated. Will they choose love or are they headed for a molecular breakdown? <laughs> a journalist and a scientist. Mm-hmm. This is going to be really obvious and I'm mad that I'm like, I have no idea what this is. Molecular breakdown. That is a clue. Uh-huh. I don't know. Alien? We were looking, <laughs> uh, we were looking for the fly oh of course and our behind the scenes fun fact is jeff goldblum and gina davis dated during the filming oh so, cute here you go all right a loving son inherits his family motel business but <laughs> times are tough especially with his mother being ill but as guest uh guest after wacky guest checks in he finds some inspiration Uh, I mean, is this Psycho? It is Psycho. Yes. 1960. (laughs) Behind the scenes fun fact, this was the first time a flushing toilet was shown on screen. (laughs) Caitlin has told me that in real life, so. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I just, I love... Because I, I also remember how they were like, oh, we can't actually show her getting stabbed. So, uh-huh. like, you never actually see that. But I also love that they were like, we're going to push the limits here. And we're also going to show a toilet oh so. Watch out. Wild. <laughs> True horror. Plum, Plum. Indoor plumbing. You got Psycho and Funny Games. <laughs> and I got the fly. All right. Well, let's see what you think about this one. Uh, after hooking up with her new boyfriend in the back of his car, a teen girl gets ghosted. She enlists her friends to help track him down, and hijinks ensue, including an unexpected dip in a swimming pool. Is, is this poltergeist? <laughs> no, it's, so this is this is a this is like a modern, a pretty modern one. Oh, okay. Literally, swimming pool took me right. Yeah. Um. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, this is it. Follows. Oh, my gosh. I actually have never seen It Follows, but I know enough to be dangerous. Mm, Yes. I know the premise of it, but I've never actually watched the film. Yes. Our behind-the-scenes fact, um, It Follows is intentionally set in an ambiguous time period. The characters use e-readers but watch TV on vintage TV sets, and the cars are a mix of old and new models. All righty. Number five. Number five three friends from a supernaturally oh sorry three friends form (laughs) three friends form a supernaturally strong bond while documenting a memorable camping trip in maryland oh uh the Blair witch project (laughs) (laughs) i know all of yours without looking um behind the scenes fact the film's marketing uh, i.e. that actors who appear in the film were missing and presumed dead, was so successful that concerned friends sent condolences to the actors' families. Even after it was revealed the actors were alive and well, rumors of their untimely deaths still continued. <laughs> All right, here's one for you. Work can be such a drag, especially when you can't trust any of your coworkers our protagonist is determined to figure out who's been undermining the company's big project and confront them about their grotesque behavior. God, it's so ambiguous. Work, company, project. Is this the thing? It is the thing! Yeah! yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> ding, ding, ding! Good job! Um, our behind-the-scenes fact is Texas Chainsaw Massacre director, is it Tobe or Toby? I don't actually know. <laughs> was the studio's first choice but they ultimately parted ways over creative differences oh there you have it there you go I had never been uh faced with having to say that name aloud before yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right a sickly old man tells an oncologist to stay put the oncologist replies as you wish what <laughs> The worst description. <laughs> <laughs> this old man. Something about cancer. Um, I don't know. Saw. It is saw. It is saw. <laughs> I was literally. I was just like, are "What? You? Where is there a sickly old man? Are you the- superhuman?" <laughs> I don't uh, know. I mean, maybe I'm just toned into Caitlin's brainwaves. It is uh Yeah. Fun fact behind the scenes. The first Saw film was shot over 18 days with very little time for multiple takes. They covered any gaps in the final edit by using newspaper clippings, cutting to still photography, etc. Hmm. The more you know. Uh, that is also I feel like this is a. Uh an anthology of films midge has never seen i <laughs> refuse to do saw i hate that type of like body horror so yeah, I've never I, haven't a seen, single I haven't saw seen film. any saw either yeah uh, but good job i, yeah. I, I wow <laughs> all right our our final our final question for this round is mm-hmm. a conservative family can't agree on if they should keep their pet goat or release him back into the wild the goat takes a stab at answering that question for himself is this The Witch? It is The Witch. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Uh, uh, our behind the scenes is Charlie the Goat, who played Black Philip, repeatedly injured actor Ralph Innocent on set. In this, instead of his Goat co-star, he had two modes, chilling out and doing nothing or attacking me. I actually, I did know that fact that the, the goat was a problem child on set. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. I, I stopped keeping track on accident. One, I've got two, it. Uh, so that three. is you. Ha- you got all four of I yours. I did. So that's eight points for me and four points for Midge. All right, round number three. We are never ever getting back together. <laughs> oh, T Swift, you have entered a fresh circle of hell, a blind date game show. Oh, fun! For each contestant's answer below, determine if they are a literal monster slash creature or a bad boyfriend partner husband romantic interest and name who they are and what horror movie they're from please note lestat is not <laughs> one of the answers as that would be a trick question <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay. okay so these are worth five three points total one point for whether it's monster or boyfriend one point for naming the character and one point for naming the movie okay okay all right midge goes on the blind date game show first okay Contestant number one question, how do you comfort someone going through a difficult time? Uh, contestants answer, I try to remind them that although difficult times can be painful ones with the right mindset, pain and pleasure are one and the same. Don't waste tears on good suffering. Is that a monster or a bad boyfriend? I'm going to say that's a bad boyfriend it's not a bad boyfriend it is a monster okay that's the character i'm thinking of is kind of a, a trick it could be either well um, what name your character and we'll, we'll yeah. see yeah i might be totally off base but for some reason i'm thinking this is hannibal lecter <laughs> uh it is not but that okay. is a, that is a good one um this was pinhead from hellraiser oh of course of course okay <laughs> that makes perfect sense okay All right, Uh, question number, so no points on that one. Question two is, where do you see yourself 10 years from now? (laughs) And contestant two says, on the stage, certainly, but in 10 years' time, I hope that I've crossed over into dramatic film roles and found wild success. I would like to still be living in Manhattan and have started a family. Okay. Is it a monster or is it a bad boyfriend? Manhattan and started a family i'm gonna say this is a bad boyfriend you are correct and i'm gonna say i i know i'm wrong i'm gonna say that this is billy loomis from scream oh that would be a good one Uh, we were looking for guy woodhouse from rosemary's baby oh yeah okay I was also, for some reason, thinking of Patrick Bateman from Psycho, or from American Psycho. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's, I feel like bad, bad boyfriends are going to be hard to to guess which one it is. Since yeah. You're bad in similar ways. I guess I'm also not, like, think- I need to keep in mind that they aren't just, like, a bad guy. They're also, like, partnered with somebody yeah. in the film. Okay. Okay. I'm in. All right. Contestant number three. Um, question. Cats or dogs? Um, contestant three's answer... I don't have a strong preference, but if I had to choose, I'd pick dogs. I've always imagined owning a black lab I could play fetch with on the beach. My favorite place. Beach. My favorite place. <laughs> when At first I thought this was going to be Buffalo Bill. <laughs> That's of <laughs> precious. Um, animals and the beach. Okay, well I'm gonna say this is a monster. You are correct. I'm gonna say it's the shark from Jaws. You're right! Yeah. Ding, 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 ding! So that's a full three points from its monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Amity Island. Hell yeah. Oh. All right, your final contestant on the dating show. Uh the question is what is your perfect first date spot? <laughs> and this contestant's answer is I know it would be weird but my genuine perfect first date spot is my house. I'm more of a homebody. I love reading books. I'm particularly passionate about children's literature. Uh okay. This is a bad boyfriend. No. That is incorrect. Damn. Okay, well that changes my I mean, do I have to commit then to my No, full I answer? think you can get gu- you can get gu- still guess a monster and maybe get some of the points. Okay. I think that's fair. Because I was thinking this was uh oh my god, my brain just died. I thought this was Jack Nicholson from The Shining. Oh yeah. um, monster. Oh, this is the Babadook. From no. From the Babadook. Yeah, two points. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I love him. Heck yeah. I'm really uh he wouldn't be on this dating show. He's he's going to Fire Island. <laughs> I mean, it could be he could be a, a queer Bob Duke. You don't know <laughs> he's, if he's bi. He could be pan. He, he's uh, I was trying to combine Duke and bisexual and it didn't work. So <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Boba Duck? That's why I was like, bi he's Boba Duke. Uh, anyway. Penny Stark! Welcome to The Dating Show! So, uh, your first contestant, their question is, What do you never leave the house without? And contestant number five's answer was, I always bring my cell phone wherever I go, and usually a basic kitchen knife for self-defense. Sometimes I'll bring corn syrup with me. That's what they used in Carrie for the pig's blood, you know is this a monster or a bad boyfriend? I'm going to guess a bad boyfriend. You're correct. Um who who has a cell phone and a knife? Oh, is it Ghostface? I'm going to need you to be more specific. Oh shoot. Um is it Billy Loomis? It is from, from Scream. Film. <laughs> it is Billy Loomis from Scream. Billy Loomis from Scream. Uh, that and also is also a horror fan so he would have a fun fact about horror it makes perfect yeah sense. well and that's uh, that is a line from the first film oh that he uh he licks the blood because you know she thinks oh, he he was, you're Stab, right and then he licks yeah. the blood off his fingers and so that's what they used for the pig's blood and carry all right all right contestant number six is on the floor and i'm going to ask what do you value in your relationship and they said This sounds bad, but I prefer someone who has no family drama and doesn't bring a lot of emotional baggage to the relationship. I'm a PhD student, so it's important that the person I'm dating respects that and has their own career goals. Um, Is this a monster or a bad boyfriend? I mean, I'm going to guess a bad boyfriend. Can a monster get a PhD? (laughs) You're correct. It is a bad boyfriend. (laughs) All right, who's who's is uh, no family drama? PhD. I mean, is this one Hannibal Lecter? (laughs) That was what I was kind of thinking you were going to say. Who's a doctor? Uh, It is not Hannibal Lecter. This this is Christian Hughes from Midsummer. Oh, of course. Which is the ultimate bad boy? Right. I was going to say such a bad boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) All right, contestant number seven. What is your favorite place to spend time? Mm. Contestant seven said, in bed, with you. Preferably restraints are involved. (laughs) All right, well, this one's a monster. This one is a boyfriend. This one's a boyfriend? Um, all right. Though, I would contest... (laughs) Caitlin but so I was thinking Freddy Krueger oh it is not Freddy Freddy Krueger all right let me that is great though um okay he likes bed and restraints is it the dude in Gerald's game who dies it is Gerald's (laughs) Gerald from Gerald's game correct I have uh, not actually consumed this, so I didn't know if he was a bad boyfriend or not, or is it just bad that he I died? would <laughs> I would contest that Gerald is also a a, a monster, but because he's also like I don't know, I guess he's technically like a person, but I'm right. I mean, giving myself know. one point for that. Yeah, especially because yeah. I it did not occur to me that his name would be Gerald. even though It's called <laughs> Gerald's Game. Yeah the fact that you even got gerald's game was great uh and our final contestant contestant number eight uh what is your typical bedtime routine and they answered well i'm a deep sleeper sometimes i feel like i could sleep for years so a bedtime routine is important to me i'll eat a bedtime snack like popcorn brush my teeth and then make sure my room is completely dark before falling asleep is this a monster or a bad boyfriend it's a monster Mm mm-hmm okay um is this freddy (laughs) krueger this is not freddy on elm street (laughs) no No. okay Uh. this is uh this is our boy pennywise from it pennywise (laughs) (laughs) Uh, classic this was a that was a that would have thrown me i would not have guessed pennywise for that all right all right so that's Five points for me and six points for you in this round. Oh, we have one more. We have... Let's let's do one more. It's optional, but we're already here. We're in it. Let's just I don't, do it. I don't feel... I don't feel ready to conclude yet. No. All right. <laughs> round four is titled Stars Are Blind. Not everyone likes scary movies. And Roger Ebert really didn't like most scary movies. <laughs> Below, you'll find several quotes from movie reviews he wrote. For each quote below, correctly identify what horror movie is being reviewed. For a bonus point, correctly guess how many stars Roger Ebert gave that movie. Oh my gosh. Um, please note, he used a four-star scale. Anything ranked three stars or higher was considered a thumbs up. Okay. Each correct answer is worth two points, one for the movie title, and one for a correct ranking. I have the first to give you, you it looks do. like. So, yes, Ebert review number one. The kids in the town are led by a shrill-voiced little girl and by a mean little boy who looks like a miniature adult and talks like he has helium in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the ringleaders speak in pseudo-biblical English, kind of a King James version of Stephen King. All of the evil, oh, all about the evil interloper, all about the evil interlopers, and about how. He who lives behind the corn must be appeased. What movie is Roger Egbert reviewing? Egbert? Uh, well, <laughs> Egbert. This would be Children of the Corn. Uh, Yes, it would be. And how, how many stars do you think he gave this film? One star. Correct. Hey, <laughs> I would say that he did not uh, enjoy that movie. No, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> All right. Your first review... The horror in this movie, alas, isn't a bad guy at all. Doesn't have a shape or a face or a personality. Is a presence that causes the worst sorts of things to happen. Who upsets the dog and causes the doors to bang open and makes the house too cold all the time and in short makes things just like Chicago? Is this story based on fact? Did green slime really squirt from the keyholes? Did a red-eyed pig really glare through the windows? Did a ghostly marching band really parade through the living room? maybe so we've all made bad real estate investments <laughs> uh so this is poltergeist <laughs> it is not poltergeist. it's not no the, oh, what's no. what's another spooky house is this amityville horror it is Amityville. oh horror. shit i got them confused <laughs> my my brain got locked on the dog barking no, i could I definitely didn't. see them both yep. yeah they both make sense. Uh, i'm that. gonna guess he gave this one star also <laughs> Uh, one and a half stars. Oh, okay. I didn't <laughs> know we were doing halvesies. Now apparently. I apparently Rogers going with halvesies. <laughs> okay, fear is a universal emotion and a timeless one. But title redacted is not merely a thrill show; it is also about two of the most memorable characters in movie history and their strange, strained relationship. They share so much. Both are ostracized by the worlds they want to inhabit, both feel powerless, both use their powers of persuasion to escape from their traps, and both share similar childhood wounds. What movie was Roger Ebert reviewing? Oh, um, is it Silence of the Lambs? It is! <laughs> How many stars do you think he gave Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. It seems like he liked this one. It Um, does. Four stars. Correct. Hey. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) He was right. (laughs) And he was right. I would would give it five, but. (laughs) Okay. Next review. The best shot in this film is the first one. Not a good sign. (laughs) Title redacted begins dramatically with the camera swooping high above a dark and stormy sea and then circling until it reveals a lonely figure sitting on a cliff overlooking the surf. The shot leads us to anticipate dread, horror, and atmospheric gloominess. But alas, it is not to be. Oh boy. A stormy sea? <laughs> I hate that the only thing coming- Nope, it can't be that. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one movie that in my brain is like, it's this, it's this, but that that's too recent um man i've got nothing <laughs> um uh, it's, i mean oh, it's 90s yeah oh oh um is this is this i know what you did last summer it is yeah, yeah! okay sweet i'm gonna say he gave i know what you did last summer one star correct <laughs> I hate my brain was like, Shutter Island. This is Shutter Island. This is Shutter Island. I was like, that came out in like 2012. It's not Shutter Island. (laughs) Okay. Let's see, where am I at here? Number five. There are a couple of moments when we think Title Redacted is going to end, and it doesn't. One is that old reliable where the heroine, soaking wet and saved from death, says, I want to go home. And the hero cushions her head on his shoulder, but no, there's more. <laughs> Another is when Aiden says, "You didn't let her out, did you?" What movie is Robert Ebert reviewing? Roger, ro- I can't say this person's name. <laughs> Roger Ebert. I my brain is like. <sighs> I have no idea what movie this is. Let me let me reread that um that last line better. Yeah. Another is when Aiden says, You didn't let her out, did you? I don't know. This is The Ring, 2002. The Ring. <laughs> yeah. I was just uh, like, I'm like, Who's a female villain who's trapped somewhere? Uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, the ring. How many stars how do you think stars? he gave? Mm, two stars? Correct. A yes. one point. <laughs> also starring naomi watts we were talking about her earlier yes all right our final review at its most fundamental level title redacted is a movie about things that can jump out of the dark and kill you with its tough talking crew members and their mercenary motives the story would have found a home in john w campbell's astounding science fiction during its nuts and bolts period in the 1940s campbell loves stories in which engineers and scientists not space jockeys and ray gun blasters (laughs) dealt with outer space in logical ways okay uh i'm gonna guess this is alien yes ma'am sweet and Um, what did he rate it i'm gonna say (laughs) i'm gonna say he gave alien a half a star (laughs) Oh, it is four stars. Four stars. He liked yeah. alien. Okay. All right, it's time. It's time to tabulate. Boop, 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 boop. All right, and with all of our points tabulated. <laughs> Somehow I am the winner with nineteen. Points. Penny is the winner. Um, so it was nineteen to sixteen, a very close race. Um, I I snuck in there with a few of those extra bits, <laughs> adding up and doing. I think the that round two was was kind to me, so I did I did well. Yeah, on that I uh, I am gonna say I was feeling a slight skew in the way the questions were phrased <laughs> for maybe those of us who are less um, horror adjacent a lot of the times so <laughs> caitlin i see you i'm watching you <laughs> Uh oh. well that was so much fun <laughs> that was super fun i loved this uh, i really enjoyed playing that with you um i hope folks you enjoyed playing along and i mean if you enjoyed this maybe we'll do some other themed horror games in the future yeah i i i definitely vote Uh, additional trivia episodes in the future this was really fun (laughs) yes all right well thank you all for joining us while we play today um if you want to keep up with our podcast you can find us on instagram at ghouls night in pod and if you are enjoying the show uh we would really appreciate if you left a review and let us know how we're doing um i believe we have a new review to share today We do have a new one. This is from Darcy B. And the title of the review is Comfy and Spooky with a little falling leaf emoji, which I really Mm, appreciate. Excellent. I'm not the type of person who typically leaves reviews for anything good or bad, so I hope I can articulate just how delightful this podcast is. Penny and Midge are wonderful hosts who manage to strike an excellent balance between thoughtful research and fun banter. The topics from episode to episode are also super unique and still light in tone, so you can get your spooky fix without running into the more disturbing or graphic material. I definitely recommend giving this podcast a listen. And if you're wondering where to start, I highly recommend the Big Wolf on Campus of Episode. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Big Wolf on campus. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. All right, that's well, a, a <laughs> real win for Penny today. Heck yeah, yeah. We're, we're on, on many accounts, tens across the board. <laughs> uh, well, as I mentioned, um our podcast Insta is Ghouls Night In Pod, and then if you are looking for me, you can find me at Penny Snark. And you can find me across all platforms at Midge Munster. And until next time, goodbye. Good bye.